I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. Linning out different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, just sometimes misinformed. Danny G with Jimmo, Jimmer and Rio tonight. Once again, we are at Sports Page in Mason City, Iowa. Just getting done with weigh-ins right now, and we're interviewing some of the fighters here before tomorrow night. Um, so we've got you two gentlemen, and what I want to start with, pretty basic, is just let us know who you are and the weight class that you fight at, okay? If you want to start, go ahead, kick her off, man. What's up, fellas? My name is Eddie Rock and Roll Larea. I usually fight at welterweight, which is 170. However, today I am fighting at a catchweight of 180 pounds, 180 pounds. 180 pounds, all right. Uh, Jim Steepleton out of Mason City, Iowa, and I'm fighting at 182. A local, local, love it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I definitely have seen your face floating around from, did you get called last minute to fight, or am I making that up? There's been a whole bunch of changes, so I'm trying to keep it straight. No, I asked, uh, I think I asked Mike back in July or August. Uh, okay. If I could fight on this uh, next venue coming up, and he said that the next one he had would be in May. So that's when I started my training back in August. Okay. Back in August. Okay. And uh, and you were you're a retired officer, is that correct? No, no. I um, no, I was never a police officer. I did some reserves. Okay. And, uh, okay. I haven't did that since I think 2015 or 16. Okay. Okay. So okay. it's been a while. Yeah. So you mentioned your camp. You started way back in August. Yep. How did the camp go leading up to this? Um. It was a little sore at first trying to get back into it, but then December I started doing four days a week. December, January, and then I think maybe started too early. I'm, I'm 56 years old, so it started taking a toll on me. Sure. And then I go uh, I go to an hour every morning in Hawaii, so I had, I had the six or seven hours at Johnny's Gym at night, and then I had the five hours a week in Hawaii. So, I mean, I was putting in 10-plus hours a week. You were doing that. You were doing that four days a week too, bro. Yeah. Holy smokes! Did you go? Uh, did you do any resting in between that, or no? Nah? Man, going hard. Yeah. Shit. It just. Uh, I. Um, I started wrestling when I was ten. Um, wrestled all the. I mean, through grade school, junior high, did summertime freestyle, high school stuff, played sports in state, and I went in the army. Wrestled three years in the army, a year and a half in Germany. I was like 102 and 22 over there in freestyle in Greco. And then um, I got back out. I was like 24 years old, started college. I went to Iowa Central College where I placed fifth in nationals twice. I had four pens in national tournament. My sophomore year with the most pens in national tournament. And I think my first year in college at Iowa Central, I was 54, 15, and one. And then the next year I had about 30 some, 30 or 40 matches. And then I went to Mankato State in Minnesota. And that was D2. And I think I probably had close to maybe 20 matches up there at 30. But by that time I was getting pretty beat up. Man, it's experience though, man. Holy cow. Do you, do you think that possibly, I mean, what? You get like how many matches a year? Do you think that majority of your 
wear and tear might have been from training? Um, the, yeah, the training. When when I was younger, in my 20s or 30s, like some of these guys, or not 30s, but my 20s, I mean, I could wrestle year-round and it would never affect me. But I've known as, since I've gotten 50 now that it's starting to take a toll. Like, yeah, just, you got to pace yourself. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm done after this then. I, I, I told my wife about a week and a half ago, I was kind of hiding it from her that I wasn't going to fight. So I finally told her, I said, hey, I'm fighting. And she was like, oh, wow. So I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so she wants to come because that kind of surprised me. I was like, you want to come watch? So I think she's only watched me wrestle once at Nationals down in Veterans Nationals down in uh, UNI where, um, where I won it down there. I think it's like 167.34. They go on pounds weight. I never understood the pounds. 167 or 167.34. And that was a cut trying to get down there. Oh, I bet. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically your whole life has been a business of just fucking people up. I got you. Yeah, and I, I, I tell Johnny and some of the other fighters that, God, I wish I would have never wrestled. I wish I would have did something more professionally like boxing or MMA or jiu-jitsu, something that's better than wrestling because it seems like you, you, you know a lot of the ground game like wrestling, but you're like one-dimensional. It's like, like in wrestling, you can't bend the arms back too far. You want to stay off your back. And it's kind of like an oxymoron thing. Like in jits, you want to pull somebody on your back and get in gardens. Like, it's, so it's kind of hard to teach an old dog old tricks and try to get around things. Yeah, that's uh, one of the biggest things, I think, coming from, you know, most wrestlers have success going into MMA, but it's, uh, it's okay to be on your back kind of deal that they struggle with. Yeah. Um, not used to not their whole life their whole right. training has ever stay been to not back. stay off your back then yeah. you get into MMA and, and you switch it up so so what have you been doing training for this upcoming fight and getting ready for what, what have you been going through well the main thing uh, the main thing that um, we're doing here is fighting right so <laughs> we have a fight club in Racine um, we go, we go Illinois. 70, no, Racine, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep, sorry about that. I'm from Ho-Chunk Country, Wisconsin. My name is Eddie Larea. Okay. Um, yeah, I train out of uh, Racine right now. Um, also in District 1 Freestyle for my um, fitness. But for my MMA work, I go to Racine. Um, we do everything. We wrestle. We punch each other. Um, the main thing is just sparring and uh working hard kind of like that what you're talking about over there homie but um we are uh we pace ourselves man because uh we know that i mean we're old people and shit even man just a couple years in this uh sport makes you old so you gotta really pace yourself you gotta really know what the fuck you're doing and you you have to uh you have to be smart about your training you have to be smart about how you're training and how you're, what you're training for, who you're training for, and uh, yeah, you just got to be really conscious. So that's what I've been doing. So you took this fight on kind of a short notice. See, that's the thing. Uh, I didn't. I I train a specific style, which is called freestyle, and this style um, adapts to pretty much anybody who I fight. So he took this fight on short notice. And in my opinion, his record don't say a lot about the uh, the decisions that he's making right now. If he's going to take this fight on a week's notice and fight somebody that he thinks he's going to win against, like uh, I think that's uh, – and not only that, what does this guy fight at, 155? I, I, fight at, I fight 
85ers. I fight 70s and shit. So I think that um, I think he's fucked in the game, literally. Man, okay. So yeah. you think, really, you think you're actually more prepared than him going into this, even though it was, quote, short notice, huh? Yeah. And okay. I think they did something to the scale, too. But it's okay. Uh, we were able to figure it out, and I was able to make the weight that I needed to make. And uh, it was really, it was really, uh, it was really nothing. I think the person that was uh, up before me, like, broke it or something. He sweated on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All yeah, right. so uh, let's touch on that. A lot of confidence. I love it. How do you see this fight playing out? Uh, and ultimately, you know, to get your hand raised, what do you well, think going to uh, go? I don't want to give anything away. However, sure. uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of fireworks going to need to be made and stuff. So that takes some gunpowder and that takes some fire. So... Maybe he's got that gunpowder, but I got that fire. So we're gonna see who gets lit up. Uh, yeah, that's what it I ain't like gonna to hear. be me. I love Fuck it. I love yes. it. Oh, dude, I'm getting jacked right now. Hell yeah, man! That's what you're there, right? I love the confidence. I do. So yeah, I came over your Iowa a couple of times. Um, fought Joe Vitapol, kicked him right in his face, and knocked him the hell out, all crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but he was like, he was on his way to Bellator and stuff. Big UFC vet guy. Me, I came into Bellator, I came into Cedar Rapids, Iowa, I came into his hometown and put him upside down. So like being a UFC vet, it, it doesn't it doesn't to me hold a lot of weight. This kid right here is a UFC vet, got a really beautiful pristine record. I don't have a pristine record, but you know what? I'm not fighting records. I'm fighting people. I'm fighting fighters, I'm fighting people who have who have or have not per, per persisted through life without using crutches okay. so and yeah. so uh i mean what i do is i dance woodland traditional uh i work on my regalia i'm straight up native american man so like uh, all i do is native shit uh i raise okay. five kids um i'm doing my best in my life pick me pick me that's what i'm saying pick me i don't i'm not out here fucking around i'm not out here okay. having problems i like so, it that's what I'm love saying. It. Yeah, Dude, we I love like it. it. I love that shit. We got the shit. fire over here for You're sure. You're damn straight. Uh, let's come back to Jim for a second here. Jim, you haven't, uh, at least professionally, that, I know, uh, that I'm looking on here, you haven't fought since uh, 2003. How do, we, how do we kick the rust off? How do we um, kick it off quickly, actually? It's more, more accurate is what I'm trying to say. But, see, I've been wrestling at national since 2007 or 8. Okay. So I go okay, there. Okay. I go, like, veterans nationals every year, and then um, – then the corn cob nationals down in um, um, Des Moines. I've been doing that except for the last. I, I placed fourth two years ago at 170 at 35 and older. So it's. It, you're still always in shape and ready to rock, is what you're saying. Then. Yeah, but it's it, and and I know where you're coming from about being rusty and stuff, and that's maybe I'm a little nervous about that. I, it, I, I know that the guy I'm fighting has a lot of fights in the ring, so you're pretty comfortable being in the ring all the time. But hopefully that, uh, hopefully I can get in there and kind of stick to my game plan, and hopefully everything would just kind of flow together like in wrestling. But maybe not. You never, you, n- you never know what happens. Yeah. Everything gets changed up a little bit once uh, punches start getting landed and all that. Yep. Uh, that is. Uh, so that's correct. So you kind of. Once you get hit in the face, man, it kind of changes everything like, a little bit. Oh, but uh, uh, you kind of. He just touched on. Oh man, this chick right here is amazing. I was getting parched. 
<laughs> uh, have you have you done any research on your opponent? I've watched probably a couple hours of his fights already. Have you? Okay. And uh, of his different fights, kind of over and over again. And I, if I can maybe stay away from him and get lucky and maybe get him down, I might have a chance of beating him. Okay. Okay. And my gas tank's pretty good, so hopefully I don't burn it all at one time like like a dragster going down the thing. Hopefully I can be more like a, one of the race cars that do like the Indianapolis 500 that. I can still have gas to kind of go the whole time. Hell yeah, goes and goes and goes. Yeah, he looks like a guy that can. I'm gonna. I, you look like a guy that can. So it looks like you're, you're probably not gonna have too much of a problem going if it continues to if the fight goes and longer I'm, and longer. So and I'm probably spotting him 20 years in age too. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, yeah. AJ, that nothing. That wife's gonna be ex- extremely excited after your whole your hands getting held up. You may have to fight her off. Later on in the evening there, Jim. Well, hopefully I get to come home. <laughs> no yeah. That's good. We got- I guess my, my last question, <clears throat> you're ready to rock, right? I can I, I can feel it. I can feel I, it. Brother. Oh, yeah, I can feel it. So, I can hear yeah. it, brother. I, I, I know. He, it. He's ready, and it's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. My question for you is, do you have any kind of routine that kind of chills you before the fight, or do you keep this energy all the way through, man? Well, the thing is, is that uh, you're getting the you're getting like the soft core right now, you know. Oh, oh shit! shit. All there's, right. there's levels, okay. So <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have gears, um, but right now I'm, I'm you know uh, I just feel really strongly about a lot of uh, things that are going on in MMA right now, especially with uh, you know the whole Ultimate Fighting Circus and. Um, everything else with people's records and stuff like that I just think it really misleads a lot of people that are not really in tune with this sport you see a 10 and 0 guy go up against a 5 and 7 guy or something that 5 and 7 guy is probably going to whip that 10 and 0 guy's ass but that 10 and 0 guy ain't going to take that fight why? because it's going to mess up it's going to dirty his clothes Yeah. yeah see now sure. I'm, I'm giving away a little bit too much of what MMA is about right now but I think that if anybody else wants to know what it's about you need to hit me up here's a person right here and you're looking at a person that's that's managed himself that's promoted himself through his fights and and that's fought all, all by himself all by himself I've had management for about three years of my career but other than that the rest has been me and uh i don't think anybody else can do what i've been doing um everybody else needs a team i just come up and show up i'm ready to rock and roll that's why my name is rock and roll so i love um, that nickname too and so what i do to get calm is i just uh i've been fighting forever uh i've been doing this in the cage since 2006 so um i just this shit just gets me geeked man like it makes me feel good makes me feel good to fight for my people makes me feel good to fight for my family my my friends uh makes me feel good to just be in there so once i'm in there once i'm in there everything is uh everything is uh everything is okay so as far as uh as far as harnessing this energy this energy is just straight up cage energy man so it just goes right in there oh yeah i'm loving every second of that Love it. We got so, a few moments before they kick uh, official uh, face-offs off. So, real quick, sponsors that you guys would like to shout out? Uh, or, anybody? Or, or people that you've, uh, or anyone that's helped you along the way. Here. I'd like Either. to. I'd like to make a shout out to the uh, Ho Chung Nation. Uh, 
all my people always being there for me, helping me out, sponsoring me in any way that they can possible. Also, uh, I'd like to say um, thank you to Van Beck, uh, Van Beck Specialties. They've uh, been uh, very helpful in um, uh, loan processing and uh, uh, just helping you out wherever you need to be helped out at with your vocational stuff. And so uh, Van Beck Specialties is a really good one too. Um, and uh, yeah, District 1 Community Center, District 1 Freestyle uh, in Ho-Chunk Country, Wisconsin. Uh, I'd like to thank all you guys. Thank you very much. And I love you guys. Love all your support. Oh, Appreciate yeah. you. Absolutely. I'll go with uh, PHF, Johnny Martin's Gem in town. And uh, I, I don't have no sponsors. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, hey, best of luck to both of you tomorrow night, all right? Yeah. Wish you guys best of luck. Thank you. Oh, um, Pina Giggy. <laughs> <laughs>